0: Hey there. Thank you for tuning in to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. Am I doing another episode? Are you guys a little confused? Well, I have a huge backlog of uh, episodes that I've been wanting to do. Originally, and for some time, I was really pretty good about dropping one episode a week and then life just gets kind of crazy So I absolutely love doing the podcast, and so I decided, you know what, when I can get out as many episodes as I can, I'm going to go ahead and do that. So sorry for the inconsistency, but instead of just saying, okay, I'll just um, do one next week and the week after, I'm just trying to get them out um, as much as I can, because like I said, I have a backlog, you guys have been amazing, reaching out, suggesting Episodes, topics for episodes, um, asking me questions over the years. And I just want to make sure I get to everybody and you get your um, questions answered. That being said, if you are interested in diving in a little bit deeper, maybe being part of a community, I do have the One Organized Mama membership. And it's $9 a month, you can click on the buy me a coffee link. And when you get to the link, you'll have um, the very first page is where you can contribute to the show, you can quote unquote, buy me a cup of coffee. And that just is a great way to support the show if you do feel that you'd like to do that. Or you can actually join as a member. So just click on the membership part of the tab. And then join, again, $9 a month. And then you'll get a message with me. Um, I ask a few questions so I can get a Facebook invite to you. And once you get the Facebook invite, it's a member-only group that I've created. So you can't find it in any search. And I am very intentional about that because I want it to be uh, for listeners only, for members only. And in that group, I'm trying to upload all kinds of documents, PDFs, anything that I've had uh, created over the years, even when I had my organizing business. And that way you guys can go in there and find different resources, connect with one another. If you're a small business owner, really um, tried reaching out to the small business community. I'd love to really kind of grow and support you all, give you guys a platform to build your own followers, to share, to connect uh, with people and help you grow your businesses as well. So if you decide to join, again, click on the buy me a coffee link. It's super easy. There's no commitment. You could come in, check it out for a month and then decide to leave if it's just not for you. So no guilt, no worry, no commitment as far as that. But I am trying to get in there and start kind of rubbing up. It's been kind of quiet in there. Um, so I definitely, if you are part of it, go in, check in. If you haven't done your introductory post, just give a little shout out. Tell everyone your name, uh, where you're from. Um, if you, I, I noticed today that I had added um, a couple people that, but they they don't seem to be there again. So if you're having any, any issues, feel free to email me oneorganizedmom at gmail dot com. So it's I'm very committed to it. I want to really kind of like get it revved up, get it going and would love to have you guys be a part of it. So consider joining. So in this episode, I am going to be talking about 10 organizing products that are actually worth the money. So again, if you're new, I did have a professional organizing business. So I feel like I have purchased every product that there is to purchase. I mean, I've either purchased it for a client or a client purchased it for me to use in their home. Or I would just try out different things. I still do from time to time. I'm always kind of buying different things. Um, so I will say this I think sometimes people think that, like, if they walk into my home, it's like the container store. No, very, very far from that. I'm very practical when it comes to organizing. Um, in fact, in the four steps that I use to organize any space, step one is declutter and sort. Step two is create a zone. So every every uh place in your home has a zone. Think of it like a Target or a grocery store. Like where do you go to get certain items? Like if you know you need bananas are on your list, you're gonna go to the produce section. So I want your home to be kind of set up like in different zones so you know where everything goes and you can create a home for every item in your home. So that's step two. Step three is labeling contain. And the reason I emphasize this so much is because again, you may have heard me say it so many times. My experience as a professional organizer, when I would go out on in that initial assessment, I would encounter a lot of products where people were like, hey, I went to, you know, the dollar store, or Target, or Walmart, or the container store, or whatever. And I, you know, had a million Amazon boxes delivered of all of these organization products. Well, those products don't just magically organize your home you actually have to create a system. And with that system come some really good habits. So that's why I always put that as number three, because just going out and buying products doesn't do it. But there are some really wonderful products. Um, There's some diehards. So the ones on my list are like my diehards. They're the products that I recommend to everybody. And fair warning. They're not the most exciting of products, I will tell you. They're kind of like, really? But I'm telling you, these are the things, tried and true, that I have used in my business, that I've used in my home, that I suggest to my family and friends, that I suggest to you all that really do work and keep your life organized. So let's get started. All right, number one, bins for the garage. Get rid of cardboard boxes. Get rid of all of the cardboard boxes. And here's why. Cardboard boxes are not a great way to store anything in your garage or storage unit or shed or whatever. Now, most garages and some short storage sheds and stuff like that can be really susceptible to temperature fluctuations. And because if you live in a climate where there's like, major temperature fluctuations. I mean, all of those items <clears throat> are susceptible to that. So I went from t- I've, I've one extreme climate to another. So I went from living in the desert in the Southwest to living in the South. So in the desert, when I, in our former home of Las Vegas, Nevada, we encountered extreme temperatures. And for some reason, I don't know if it has to do with the lack of insulation in garages but if it is like 110 degrees outside it's like 100 and I don't know 120 in the garage it's always like 10 to 15 degrees higher or hotter so that's something that you just have to really be aware of when you live in climates with extreme temperatures now, fast forward to my life. Currently, I live in the state of Georgia, and we live along the coast of Georgia. So we have high humidity. So I've gone from no humidity and no water and no rain to a climate that is full of humidity. Um, in fact, I right now, in the, the it's the middle of summer. It drives me nuts. Every time I walk outside wearing glasses or sunglasses, my glasses automatically fog up. Um, going from an air conditioned space to the humid air outside. So we have a lot of issues that we have to tackle as far as humidity and also high heat and water. It rains during the summer almost every day, not just like drizzle rain, like thunderstorms, thunderous rain that comes from every direction. So there's just water everywhere where I live now. So definitely something to be mindful of when it comes to storing items in our garage. Now, um, I am I love the the bins that are like the heavy duty plastic bins that are you can find pretty much everywhere. I believe we bought ours at Lowe's, but you can find them at Home Depot, Costco, um, Walmart, Target, whatever. So they can be found anywhere, and they're kind of like the heavier plastic. They're a bit of an investment. But I will tell you, I've been sort of collecting them for probably the past 10 years. So every once in a while, we'll pick up a couple and I don't get them too big either. I try to aim for the medium to large size. I try to avoid the extra large um, unless I know something that specifically needs that much space. But for some reason in our garage, our items are heavier and if you put heavy items in an extra large bin, you cannot move that sucker. (laughs) Let me tell you from personal experience. And so you just want to be really mindful. But I really like the medium and large size because they fit on most um, garage shelving. And so we went ahead in our new home and invested in the heavy duty shelving for our garage. Um, That's like the metal with the heavy-duty shelves, and it actually works really, really nicely to fit those bins. But another thing when it comes to the bins, don't write directly on the bins. Just put some kind of a removable sticker or label on it. I actually think that the duct tape, and you know, it comes in a lot of different colors now, is actually perfect to do it. You can do like a color-coordinated system with your bins in the garage using different colors of the duct tape, and then just get a sharpie marker and write on the duct tape because like i said i've seen it a lot of times especially with clients who wrote directly on the bins and then when they didn't need those contents anymore they felt the need to like donate the bins and purchase more bins which just costs more money and can be a little bit wasteful but definitely get all of those items in your garage out of cardboard boxes again it makes them susceptible to the elements it makes them susceptible to different pests. So if you get spiders or mice or anything like that, um, it you know, they can eat right through the cardboard boxes. So definitely uh, get them out. If they're in good condition, put it on your your yard sale site for your, you know, neighborhood. Announce to, to neighbors that you have free cardboard boxes. Someone is always moving. And that's definitely a hot commodity because they can be a little bit pricey, but definitely donate them, um, recycle them if necessary. But definitely I suggest just try giving them away to somebody that could use them and repurpose them. All right, number two, clear containers for the pantry. I've been a big fan of the OXO containers that have little pop lids. I like them because they're square and they kind of fit in really well. Um, but I will tell you lately, I actually have just switched to extra large mason jars with the, um, the, and I've changed out all the lids. I don't have the screw lids, the pop on little wood um, lids that I've been using in our new home. I'm really kind of actually liking this a little bit better. What I found with the clear OXO containers is it was just hard to find the right size. I was always struggling. It was either too big or too small. I just, I don't know. I I just couldn't seem to get my group, but I do keep them. I like them for like sugars and flour, things like that. So I do, I do still have some of the OXO containers in my pantry, but The key is it doesn't actually matter what type of container, just use clear. And here's why. You don't have to worry about labeling most stuff. So yes, I know if you have different types of flour, yes, there's some labeling that must be done with that. But like the other day, I filled some of the glass containers with pistachios and guess what? We know they're pistachios. (laughs) We don't have to label them. I know, I know. It's a big trendy thing to label them. It does look neat. I totally totally admit and agree to that. It does look, it looks neat to see the cute little label on there that says pistachios. But it, it it unless you really want to invest the time, commitment in keeping up with those labels, um the money investment, I'm telling you, just fill the the clear jars with the contents. And sometimes if it's something that I'm like, I just want to make sure me and my family are aware, like, like I said, a different type of flour or sugar versus salt, I'll actually just put a little sticky um, note on the bottom. Or even one thing that I like to do is like rice, for example. I mean, I've made rice 8 billion times in my life, and I can never remember the ratio of water to rice. I think it's like two to one. But What it's um, easy to do is, I'll just sometimes cut out the instructions and I'll just drop it in the clear container. So that way, if I ever need instructions, I don't have to like keep the entire bag. I can just like cut out that little portion, drop it in, or maybe tape it to the bottom or the side or something. But clear containers actually look really great. I do also think this is a good investment because. If you're like me, you hate empty bags and boxes in your pantry. They never get properly closed. They, you know, they spill, they make a mess. It just can get really messy in there. So whenever I can, I will take um, a product and dump it into a clear container and toss or recycle the bag or the box. Um, And it just keeps things a little bit tidier. Um, makes things look a little bit neater, keeps foods fresher, and it just keeps your family kind of on track from having all these open bags. Kind of keeps the pests out and stuff too, so you don't really have to worry about those. All right, number three, bins for kids' toys. Um, this is something that I've actually found to be a pretty good investment over the years. <clears throat> um, kids in general will destroy bins. Um, I have found, I bought the most recent bins that I've purchased, um, for my son, my youngest, my two oldest are out of the house now, but, um, my daughter was the only one that really kind of kept anything together. She was actually not a monster with the stuff that I bought for her room, But Target actually has some really cool um, like metal bins in their kids section. I just have purchased these within the last year. They're different colors, but they're kind of um, stackable. And they actually have a little spot where you can slide in a label. And I actually just kind of like that. My son does not keep them tidy, um, but like baseball. Uh, He's he's into sports. Baseball is his thing. And um, so I've made some for his baseball stuff because he can't, You know, if if his baseball stuff is in a drawer, I'm like, where's your belt? Where's your cup? Where's, you know, your batting glove, whatever, all those little tiny things that they need. So I've actually just made a baseball bin for him. And I'm like, dude, just put everything in your baseball bin. Don't worry about putting it in a drawer. Um, We never know if it's in his baseball bag. Um, So that way, if I do laundry and something comes through, he knows um, when he's putting away his clothes to just drop it in the bin. But I think bins are actually really great. Um, For toddlers, for toys, it's definitely something that I've used over the years. Put all the Legos in one, all of the you know Barbie dolls in another, matchbox cars in another, whatever your kids are into. And just, it's kind of nice to just sort of kind of hide away some of those kid messes? To label or not to label? That's always a great question. I mean, yes, it's good to label, especially for kids. <laughs> I always tell you that the labels are the first to go. They'll have like a play date with kids. Next thing you know, all the labels are like scrunched up or eaten or scribbled on or something. So I feel like labels for kids stuff is it's a good idea, again, if you have the time, energy, and money to keep up with them. But for the most part, I mean, you can just see like, hey, the matchbox cars go in this bin. And when it comes time to tidying up and cleaning up, everyone just kind of knows where to put stuff. And then you can kind of put them on a shelf or however you want to display them. So I definitely think those are worth the investment. Number four, hanging file folders, especially the ones, again, that come in different colors. So if you've listened to any of my paperwork organizing episodes, I encourage you to go back but I do use a hanging file folder system and I like these because you can just drop and go and um, green for money financial financial documents. you can use red for like vital important legal, you know medical maybe different files and you can use several of them for that same category and label them however you want. I always say, again, keep the labels simple. I always give the example of a pet. Our file folders regarding anything with our pet just says pet. It doesn't have Brady's name on it because once upon a time there was a scout and there is no longer a scout except for in our hearts. But now we have our lovely, precious Brady and so let's face it, uh, was I really going to take the time to go back and relabel that? No. Same with like auto. Um, I keep my car for like a million years. I always keep it super long, but I know like if I went from like Honda to Volvo, am I really going to change a label? No, just keep it as auto. Um, but anyway, keep your labels simple. But hanging file folders just make it really easy, and especially if you haven't like in a file cabinet Or a file box, or something. It's just easy to drop and go, but it's also easy just to uh, retrieve it. And the other thing about the hanging file folders, they kind of last forever as long as you have a really great system that you are maintaining. They last forever. The ones that I have are way over ten years old, and they're still going strong. So the the key is I don't put a ton of paper in one. Like if I need um, multiple, I just say like for instance if I have one of the kids' school files or or who knows, I don't know. I feel like we don't have as much paperwork nowadays as we used to. But say there was one for one of the kids' school, then I would just make an extra one and just say, you know, their name with school um, on it and stuff. So that way it doesn't get too crammed in there. All right. Number five, another product that is definitely worth the money. Any kind of hanging storage. One of the most underutilized spaces in our homes is hanging storage. It's walls, ceilings, back of door, our back of doors. So, whether it be you're kind of wondering should you make that investment to do the hanging storage in your garage? Yes, absolutely. Garages as we all know are like hotbeds for attracting clutter. So if you can invest and you have the the resources to invest in the hanging uh, storage in your garages, by all means, do that. In our previous homes, my husband is a cyclist. He likes to ride bikes. He always has like two bikes and then he buys my son. Sometimes my son has like two bikes uh, for different types of biking stuff. Um, but we've had the um, the storage where you can hang the bikes from the ceiling. That has been Awesome um the pegboards definitely definitely worth the investment it's really great to just go out there and again you the thing with organization some of the greatest systems are when you don't have to think about where to put something or where to find something and so these um spaces make it really easy to walk out know exactly where that item goes or where to get that item And so definitely, definitely worth the investment. Even inside your house, even if it is the command strips and the hooks that are helping you hang shelves or hooks or whatever throughout your house to to, um, store stuff, definitely, definitely worth the investment. All right, drawer number six, drawer inserts or organizers. These are something, but be mindful, Really, kind of. This is where you really want to take the four steps seriously and put something in a drawer. You've created a home, so you've perhaps decluttered a drawer. You have decided what is going to belong in that drawer, which is step number two, creating a zone. So this is, say, your, you know, spatula drawer or water, or better yet, here's one, water bottle drawer. Because I've actually done this in our previous home. I can't do it in our new home. Our drawers are. You're going to hear me complain about this a lot, probably our drawer depth in our new home, it's like a two and a half inch depth. It drives me nuts because nothing fits in them. But anyway, um, in our previous home, we had like a, it was like four inch depth, I think, um, was a depth on our drawer. So I could actually put some water bottles with lids in there. And what was really helpful is I got those, um, drawer dividers. They look like they're part of the drawer. You can get them in different wood shades And they kind of expand or contract based on the size of your drawers so i would have one of those in water bottle bottle lids on one side with the matching water bottles on the other loved loved that and i kind of kept things from shifting around every time things opened but some of the other um, drawer inserts that i absolutely love are for my jewelry so i've actually invested in some of the little jewelry organizers and that makes it like easy peasy. I don't have to untangle a necklace. Um everything's kind of put away and I don't have super expensive jewelry. I'm just not a jewelry person. So, um everything in there's kind of costume jewelry or just stuff I picked up at like whatever jewelry store um or, you know, while I was at, you know, H&M or something just picking up something. Um but anyway, I really do like that kind of storage. Um, Because it keeps everything really simple. I just open it, pick out what pair of earrings I want to wear for the day. And then when I'm undressing at night, I know exactly where to put stuff Where I'm not missing like where did that earring go? Everything has a little space. And I actually do kind of go through that quite frequently because again, I don't spend a lot of money on jewelry. So the jewelry that I have, if I realize I'm not wearing something or I haven't worn it in quite some time, I know to go ahead and donate it. So it's really easy to kind of keep up with. But some of the other drawers, storage or organization things that are worth it are also um, little clear inserts. Those are really great. We have what I call my utility drawer, which is where like pens, notepads. Um, My husband puts his wallet and keys in there now. And like the little access cards. Sometimes neighborhoods have like the little cards that you need to get through, you know, like a walking gate or something like that. It's all in that drawer. And my family knows and guess what, they're doing much better here. I think I finally have them trained on where to put those like access keys and fobs and all that stuff. They know that the drawer that it's supposed to go in. So we're doing good on that. But anyway, Um, having little clear containers in those drawers to keep things from kind of shifting around and rolling around. So I do think drawer organizers for the most part are definitely worth the money. All right, number seven, hangers. Okay, here's the thing with hangers. Most people, most professional organizers, I venture to say, like the felt hangers. I may be one of the few that just don't like these hangers. But and a lot of women like them because they just fit a lot of our different styles of of shirts and tops and clothing. So I do have some of those, but I actually um, don't love them because if you're like the pull off the hanger kind of person, like my kids are, or my husband is, um, and sometimes I am, um, they break sometimes pretty easily. They can be a little bit too flimsy and it just drives me nuts. I actually give my kids plastic hangers, by the way. So they, I just try to keep them a little bit uniform in color. Um, but honestly, i honestly don't care that much. I mean, their kids clothes, they break their hangers all the time. So I'd much rather get like the big, um, bunch of hangers from Walmart. I think you could get them for like a few bucks and like 20, Hangers for gosh, under $5. I don't know what the exact price is, but really inexpensive. So, I usually will invest in that for kids, but for my clothes and my husband's clothes, um, my husband can be a little bit of a clothes horse. So, I do try to um, have wood hangers available because wood hangers actually keep the integrity of your clothes. So, you're not getting all of those little bumps and creases in the shoulder. Um, So if you've invested in your clothing, if you have some nice items, I do suggest that you do make an investment into some really nice solid wood hangers for your wardrobe and your closets. Now, that being said, I like uniformity in my closet. So I do only purchase black um, hangers because the felt hangers are black. I'll purchase black wood hangers and then the hanging for pants and skirts are all black. And that actually does give a pretty nice uniform look in the closet even though I do have technically different types of hangers. When you walk into my closet, it you actually can't tell the closet looks really neat and tidy because they're all the same color. Um although each hanger does serve a different purpose. So, I will say investing in some nice hangers for yourself again, Unless you have like really neat and tidy kids, not worth it to invest in it. Just keep giving your kids the plastic hangers. All right, number eight, bins with lids for closets. This is very specific. So, again, changing sort of climate. So, I've gone from a very dusty, dry climate where everything had dust on it all the time. And so I started using bins in my closets with lids for things that were like not everyday or frequent use, like maybe a nice purse that I've had for a while or travel items or, um, uh, you know, things like that. I just didn't want to get dusty and I just necessarily didn't look nice just sitting um, on a shelf in my closet. So I did invest in some bins and in my bins, I just kind of have some seasonal stuff, um, maybe scarves that again, I'm not using very frequently. In fact, I don't even use scarves every winter because the two places that I've lived, they just don't get that cold in the winter. But occasionally if we're going somewhere with a colder climate, I want a scarf and I don't want to be sneezing the entire time because it's filled with dust So again, switching climates, I have found that actually going to a much more humid climate, it's actually been nice to have the bins with lids in my closet because it keeps out. We have a lot of just spiders and (laughs) creepy crawly things here. So the bins with lids, again, keeps out all of those little creepy crawlies. And again, it just keeps your stuff really kind of nice. And I have like one purse, like a Burberry purse that actually my ex-husband gave me, gosh, 20 years ago. And so it's the only fancy purse I have, and it was given as a gift. Um, I still have that purse. I keep that in a bin with a lid on it. And that purse actually looks really, really great. So um, not a purse that I use. I only bring it out for special occasions. Um, And so I am actually grateful for these bins with lids because it keeps everything pretty much intact. You can stuff, you know, purses and do different things. I know some people like to display um, stuff and I have one really cool bag that I have actually got it um, while we were on a trip in England years ago. And it was just from like a inexpensive store, but I just like the look of it. It's patent leather and it stands up by itself. I display that one, but it does get kind of dusty over time. So, have to kind of go in and wipe it down. But if you do have items that you don't care to display, but you definitely want to keep in, you know, in good shape, um, like I said, without getting super dusty or buggy or whatever, definitely invest in some bins with lids. And again, they can be found anywhere. I think the ones that I have, I purchased at Target years ago. And they're a really sturdy, Um, probably cardboard. They have like fabric, um, and like a faux leather on the outside and, um, definitely something that have held up over time. And you can, I put some little labeled things in there that you can, uh, label them with. Okay. Number nine, archival photo albums. So if you are like me and your soft spot, like your area where you really struggle is like, mementos and special things your kids have given you over the years, maybe that little handprint picture or special photos from your childhood. If you're a super sentimental person, I will say, go to your nearest craft store and just invest in the scrapbooks or photo books that are archival safe. And I don't even, I'll be honest, don't even know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that. I've just seen the label. I know they generally tend to say they are acid-free and hopefully I'm saying this word right, lignin-free or something. So anyway, I think these are the chemicals that perhaps like if you have like the, if you've seen the old photo albums or you have them from your childhood that have kind of yellowed over the years and have maybe discolored the photos, these archival items, uh, our books actually don't do that. So something that I was introduced to, gosh, in the early 2000s, when scrapbooking was like a big hot thing. And so I have a a couple of scrapbooks that I accomplished um, over the course of the years. And I will say when I go back, they look great. I mean, the pages are still white. The photos haven't been discolored. Those little mementos and things that I've added in are actually still in great shape. So really, I mean, from my experience, these work really, really well. So Any kind of archival scrapbooks, photo albums that you can find, definitely, definitely worth the money to keep your items in good shape. All right, number 10, last one. Of the 10 organizing products worth the money, number 10 is the ones that you actually use. So I get questions all the time about label makers and and da, 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 da. which is the best label maker? Guess what the best label maker is—the one that you actually use. Guess what the prettiest labels and baskets are? What the what they're worth? What the ones that you actually use? I said that super screwed up. So basically, if you have invested the money in it and you're also investing your time in it, and it's totally worth it to you then that is well worth the money spent and also worth the time investment as well. I know I talk a lot about like labels and aesthetics and not worrying about, you know, you know what your home looks like as far as impressing other people. But if you just really enjoy organizing, if you really find it to be more of a creative outlet, then by all means, invest your money and your time into it, just as long as that you're going to actually use it. So again, creating an organizing system is not just about the products, it's about creating, combining your tools, your products that you have with really good habits. And if you have the habit of going in and changing out those labels every time you change out, you know, the items in the container and you're reprinting that label or rewriting that label, are labels worth it to you? Absolutely, they are. I'm just here to say it's not for everybody. For a lot of people, they're just not going to invest that time. They're not going to make the habit of changing out labels. So you have to just know yourself. So what are some of the items that you guys really like? What are some of the products that are like, you're like a diehard? I would love to hear them. So if you haven't already, feel free to follow me on Instagram. It's under my name, Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-R-A-L-A-T R-A-L-A-T, R-A-L-A-T, is my last name. Um, take a look over there give me a follow i may do a post about this on instagram but i'm definitely talking about it in the facebook member only group so i've already posed a question um, in there or i will be posing a question i don't know if it's been done yet um, by the time this episode airs and you guys chime in show me your favorite products let's have the discussion let's talk about it let's share share photos share ideas this is what the membership group is all about so again if you'd like to join click on the buy me a coffee link in the show notes and if you guys have more um, ideas for topics and stuff keep them coming I'm, I'm working through this list. I'm getting there. I'm getting to them. So I hope everyone is having a fantastic week out there. And I'll just keep recording these episodes and pushing them out um, as, as I have time to do so. And that way we can get back on track. So again, thank you for listening to the One Organized Mama podcast.